0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592, or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, April the 1st, 2016.
1: I'm former CEO, shipping clerk, janitor of this company, and founder 20 years ago, sitting in the ta- same time slot, same chair, same time, same place, like Batman used to be. 20 years later, I'm still here. They let me do this once a week. I'm your guy, Friday. And you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in today. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. You can reach that great company at one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. They offer legal, lawful, constitutional tender. You can protect your tomorrow with something that wasn't born yesterday. You can also go out on the information superhighway. That's how old I am. That's what they called that thing when they put it together. Or the World Wide Web, brought to you by Al Gore at allamericangold.com. Joe keeps it updated. It's got news and views. It's got prices. It's got everything. And you can while away the wee hours of the morning until you're ready to order and Believe it or not, you can do it 24-7, 365. Allamericangold.com, head out there, click on the Buy It Now button and get you some. Sitting here with a new president, nephew, and president of Patriot, Joe Jaquin, does this show, keeps it going. I just took the longest break I've ever taken in radio since I started. I I started winter of 1993, and we founded, I worked for a company called Viking, and we did nighttime shortwave radio, which used to be a live call-in show At 9 o'clock Arizona time was midnight on the East Coast, and I bet that was some colorful call-in. Adam, Adam, the uh, station manager, said, you know, maybe you guys should stop taking calls. (laughs) But uh, it's been a long time. I just took a month off, and uh, one month without radio. And, you know, these thoughts always go through my head, and I save them now for Friday. used to be every day I'd have to... Well, you know what, though? You're getting a little older because you used to be able to save them in your head, and I notice now you have to write them down. I have to write them down. You know, it's funny you would say that. I had the oil changed on my truck, and the kid yesterday, and the kid didn't put the little sticker up on the windshield, you know? (laughs) Right. right. Come back in 4,000 miles or 5,000 miles. You know, when it's due again, and, you know, normally I wouldn't care because I just keep that in my head. But I walked over to Craig back here, and I go, I I need one of those stickers. He goes, "What for?" I go, "Well, your guy didn't put it on the on the windchill." He goes, "You really need it?" I go, "Yeah, <laughs> I do." <laughs> My wife has got me to put everything in writing. And speaking of writing, I'd like to thank the people that sent the uh, cards and letters, uh Louie and Stacy here in Scottsdale, Cindy, and Deer Trail Bill and Ruth and uh Bob, Jerry out there. I mean, this I This in is Colorado. Not a room. I know. Well, you know, they sent sympathy cards and I, you know, we had, we had, I don't want to be a downer, but if you wondered where I was, you know, we had uh, we had two deaths in the family, one on my in-laws' side and one on my side, my sister Chris, one of the founders of this company. And by the way, I didn't get to thank you for the, the wonderful, uh, for lack of better words, eulogy that you did that morning. I got to hear it, and uh, it was very classy, Joe, very proud of you. So. Well, we love you. Yeah. You know that. So I'd like to thank everybody. And Cliff? Cliff's not clip. here today. The Cliff note Cliff Cliff's with his with his with his daughters in California. It's uh one of his daughters' birthday, so he's in he's over there somewhere in uh liberal land. It, for for th- for those of you that don't know Cliff is is Eric's new side kick. Right. He works in the back. The uh well actually he uh, he's my partner. He helps me buy and sell things. So we make it in the front, Cliff spends it in the back. <laughs> Cliff does a heck of a job. He uh he makes me work. And you guys know that anyone who's retired, you know. And I gotta tell you, the whole retirement thing is really didn't really work out for me, because you know I thought, well, I'm just gonna play golf every day and it'll be fun. And you know what? It's fun for about three weeks. You gotta have something to do. So you know that's uh, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I have nothing better to do. One eight hundred nine five one zero five. No, I don't. It's not not true. But I have to tell you that living in America is not boring anymore. You know, well, it has gotten really interesting. You have to admit that, uh, I mean, that I don't get it. I mean, all right, let's, let's start. Let's go all the way back to the beginning, okay? I want to speak in a starting radio in 93. <laughs> I sta- I started this time slot in 1996. So okay, so we're going to go back to there. Right, we're 20 years, okay? okay. And I asked the question, what is a conservative? Now, not a right-wing, wacko, tinfoil, you know, we have fun with that. But what is... What, what's the definition of a, of a conservative? And, and and it kind of, we boiled it down like a Wikipedia for the right-wing wacko lunatic. A Wikipedia, simple thing that you could bring up actually at Thanksgiving. You know, a lot of you people weren't allowed to go to Thanksgiving when you were younger because you would bring up the trilateral commission. <laughs> the, the 10 CFRs, trails or whatever it may be. The Bilderbergers, the Rothschilds, the CFRs. Your family didn't want to sure. hear that anymore. <laughs> okay, so I helped you, and Norm Resnick, God rest his soul who was our first company first person we ever sponsored here? And we kind of boiled it down to just real simple, hard to fight with, politically correct. We, we dispelled all the patriot mythology, and we came up with three words. Only three words. God, country, family. Okay. How about that? 1996. This is what we came up with. God, country, family. Actually, you remember Viking did the Waco coin, okay. and I helped design it, which is out there. It's a collector coin, and I helped design that coin. And it it says God, country, family in the bottom. And that's where that came from. So so let's just take a look at the – and I know you guys – I hate to touch it, but we have to talk about it because everybody else talked about it. And the number one is the election. But the election – I think let's just boil it down to three words, God, country, family, and let's take a look at the candidates. All right, now, obviously, everybody hates – Donald Trump, can't stand him. I mean, with the exception of Rush Limbaugh, who's neutral, because he's already learned his lesson. He used to call some guy named Slick Willie, who later turned into President Clinton. (laughs) If you remember those days. So he's learned his lesson not to hammer any candidate besides Hillary Clinton too far. So because we could have President Trump. He's learned his lesson. Uh, We're going to head into a break here. We're going to talk about that, the uh, definition of a conservative. And uh, maybe I'm going to help you fill out your ballot this year. one 800 951 patriot radio News Hour. Be back after these messages.
2: Imagine your life five years from now. Are you on the path you want to be on? It's time to take control of your future by getting a world-class education from one of the nation's top universities. Arizona State University is now offering over 100 top-tier degree programs 100% online. It's the exact same degree our on-campus students receive, but you can learn from anywhere in the country on your own schedule. For information, call 1-800-720-3423. Learn from ASU's world-renowned faculty and use ASU's global recognition to improve your visibility, professional network, and gain real-world experience you can start using today the wall street journal ranked asu fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates now discover how asu online can stand out on your resume and help separate you from the competition we're ready to help you learn to thrive in your life in your career and beyond to learn more about asu online degrees call 1-800-720-3423 that's 1-800-720-3423
0: nobody knows when april fool's day started Many think it came out of the switch from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar in 1582. However, mention is made of April Fool's Day in Chaucer's Canterbury Tales, written more than a century earlier. Another explanation about the origin of April Fool's Day emerged in 1989 from a history professor, Joseph Boskin. This explanation was later revealed to be an April Fool's joke in and of itself. Writer George Plimpton and Sports Illustrated it's their way into April Fool's history in 1985 with a convincing account of a rookie pitcher who threw the ball over 160 miles per hour. Turns out that Sid Finch was imaginary. After all, it was the April 1st edition of SI. April 1st, a good day to take everything with a grain of salt. But really and truly, this is George Merritt's God and Country.
1: Zero five nine two. I forgot to get the number. <laughs> we rest. give you the number in bits. All right, I got to break it out for you. So, welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Talking about how what is a conservative anymore in this? And we, of course, here on this show, you you've been listening for a long time, we boiled it down to God, country, and family. So, if you want to look at the candidates, look at Trump. God, I don't know. You know, they're dispelling him. They're trying to make him out as the devil. Whatever his personal beliefs are or his relationship with the Lord is up to him, but he really doesn't espouse it much on the air. Country, I believe he's got this country. Uh, He's got this country in his sights, and I believe he's genuinely worried about it. And I believe that this would be our last, my personal opinion, this would be our last shot to ever try to uh, take care of the debt deficit the incredible inequities that that are out there right now between the uh government employees and government handouts as opposed to people that are out there actually trying to work and getting things under control. So and it needs to be addressed, otherwise the whole thing's gonna collapse. So and and I don't even know if he can fix it, but at least he's had a lot of experience with bankruptcy and that's where this country's heading. Family, I believe he's a good family man. I listened to his kids in interviews, so, you know, that's just how I believe. Cruz, I mean obviously a very religious man or he appears to be on the surface. Uh, I'm always concerned about that. Uh, our competitors will pray with you as they charge you $2,500 for a St. God. So just remember Yeah, they that. pray that you won't find out until after you've sent the check. Right. Yeah. So you got you know, I, I believe that people, you know, as I've always run this radio program and this company, whatever your relationship is or whatever ours is, with the Lord it shouldn't be brought into our business philosophy. So it's so all a little leery of that, but... Um, but, again, they make a big deal out of it, you know, and the Chris, supposedly the Christian right, oh, yeah, you know. But let me tell you, I believe a good president in this country was Teddy Roosevelt, the rough Rider. Right. I believe he was tough, don't you? I mean, the history shows it. I mean, you know, he was in a, a time where he didn't have to deal with the, not not the, the second Roosevelt, but the first Roosevelt, Teddy. You know, the other Roosevelt had depressions, and uh, he had to. Create the you know they had the Je- the creature of Jekyll Island all this stuff going on and the Federal Reserve and the Great Depression but the first Roosevelt Teddy was tough but he was agnostic. You don't hear much about that. You, do you? know what? No. You don't hear anything about that. He was openly admitted agnostic. So you know, and that you know pretty much neither. Uh, neither I don't actually, think that would work today. I don't think it would. So you know they make a big deal out of it. So, but at the same time. Channel 10 used to sign off here, used to sign off at midnight, remember before the ant races would start, the television. They would finish, you know, they'd do the prayer, oh, I've slipped the surly bonds of earth and danced silver wings, and, you know, that one, that's excellent. I forget what it's called, sky high or something. But then they would finish with, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. You don't see that anymore. You don't see that anymore. So supposedly we're, you know, a Christian nation, but not really. Okay, religious nation. Because remember, it doesn't matter what religion it is. Or you know, so so anyway, I just think that, that that that's a little ridiculous in the whole thing. Now, Bernie Sanders, how about the burn? You know, that's one of <laughs> the burn. That's one of my best Feel calls. the Burn That's one of my best calls. A year and a half ago I popped that one out. I mean literally I had no idea who he was. He won every state last one. He's gonna probably win I mean, let's face it, Wisconsin. Doesn't get any more liberal. At Least I remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, they all left. All the, the right. government They're, employees. All left. the conservatives are down here. Right. So it's the most liberal state. So, well, Minnesota, really, but all of those up there. You know, I was in Iowa. I had to go back for a funeral and drove through Iowa. Flew into Des Moines, and uh, by the way, I got a free upgrade to first class. <laughs> okay, so I took it. You know, I'm. Uh, I'm not a minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> So and when you fly, when you fly, uh, listen, that's just because they saw how much you paid for the ticket. That's right, they <laughs> just upgrade. You know, when you when you have to book a flight at short term, they just they just crack you over the head, man. So so I get on the plane going going to Iowa, and there you're with all the milk toast people going to Des Moines. Everybody looks like me, you know, kind of old and gray, and well, you know, fair haired. Well, you know what? They're all going back for the same thing. They're all going back. What you didn't know is half the play was going for a wedding. Right. The other half was going for a funeral. I agree. So flying back to Phoenix, there's I got it both ways. Believe it or not, there was not a single person in first class except me. And you got to go, you get to walk right through security, you know, you just walk to the line, and, oh, you don't need no stinking lines. Come every- over here to the first class line. Which everybody hates you. So, And, and, and one of the, I heard one of the kids go, how come he gets to go over there? And the mom said something like, he's a jerk. <laughs> and I, I realized that she then, knew you just by looking at you. Right. That, that, and then when you're on the plane and everybody has to file by you, you get to get in first. And they all file by you. They all pretend they don't see you, but they give you the the leer. You're the only guy there. And uh, you're hated. And I realized right then and there. Does this represent what's really going on in America today? Absolutely, it does. It does. Absolutely, it does. That, that This is why they can't figure out why Donald Trump, because these people are done with the bailout people in the first class and the Poconos, the people with their third and second home, second and third homes of the Poconos, and I mean, it just goes on and on and on, and out in the Hamptons, and these people have all been bailed out, and the rest of the people are, you know, struggling and working. The ones that are working are struggling, or, you know, I mean, it's just terrible, so... So I I realize that this is really how the people feel and this is what the RNC can't get, this is what the the media can't get, the press can't get it, nobody can get it. That people have had it. They've had it in this country. So I just find it interesting that uh that there is this, this great void between reality and perception. So and I think we're all gonna see it here. This is just crazy. And then you you know, I also was up at a collector car sale. It's been a while since I've been on the air, that was up in Fountain Hills so on Saturday. Auto auction, and that's where the uh, anti-Trumpers blocked the road. They just blocked it. Now you can see. At first, it was it was <laughs> they got it diffused, you know, and it became a non-event. But but just could you imagine that you got a three-lane road and they got three they got cars in all three lanes and they're about three deep, so they got nine cars that are going to block Shea Boulevard. Which they, is, they by the way
3: they paid nine people.
1: To go block the the street. So as, at first there was you know people mad and uh, look these Trump supporters they're all it wasn't Trump supporters okay. it was the 800 people that were behind them. If you just stop your car in the middle of Shea Boulevard today and get out, you may get punched. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're gonna. And it doesn't care if it's you know a MoveOn.org guy. He don't care what your political is. <laughs> <laughs> If, they could have the fish on the back of their uh, the back of their car. They're still punching. You're gonna get clocked. All right. Arizona is an Indian word. It means we drive 20 miles an hour over the speed limit. <laughs> People are. You'll get. I'm not kidding. You'll get shot out here. You know. Don't you just keep your eyes this, down. This is why I live here because everyone knows I cannot drive at all and I fit right in. You're right lucky, here. You're lucky to be alive. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, never flip anyone off here. Just no. keep your eyes down. So that was what the 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 brouhaha was about, and all the ruckus. Like, get this get this Fiat out of the way. We're we're supporting. We're we're protesting Trump. Well, I gotta be at work, you know. Right. I got stuff to do. Right. He really screwed stuff up, you know. And I thought. None of them get arrested. I don't know. Well, maybe there was. I don't know. But A couple. But imagine for any for anything in this country, this is what's happening. This is the dichotomy that's going on out there. That this is considered. Oh, I'm going to protest by holding up commerce, stopping people that probably aren't. Half of them aren't going to vote anyway. <laughs> half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three quarters. Three quarters. So, Bernie, I think Bernie Sanders, when he wins Wisconsin, they're all going to go, I, 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 Well, Bernie's going to win Wisconsin. I think you're right there. I think Cruz is going to win Wisconsin uh, because, you know, Paul Ryan's up there. And Wisconsin, like you said, they're a little different. Well, yeah, and that was, who was that? Was that Scott Walker? Scott Walker, right. another one. Then they have the teachers in Chicago that are on strike today. Well, because they're all going to get fired. That's the problem. Right. Because, you know, we've been talking about it on this show for the last couple of weeks. They are broke, broke. They're so broke they can't even have a budget because to be able to submit a budget, the law says it's got to be balanced. They can't do it. So, therefore, they've gone almost a whole year now. They're on month number nine of no budget. And every time they try to do something about, you know, right now the, the pension, it's, the payments are so astronomical that they can't fix it. The judges strike it down. They did such a good job of writing the law that basically tells Illinois and Chicago, we don't care what you got to do. You got to triple taxes. You got to fire everybody. You got to raise the fees on everything. You got to do that because you can't touch the pension. They have Prop 123 coming out here in Arizona, and they've got a big movement going on because they they say, we need the money for the children. And remember, whenever you hear the word children, it's liberal. It's liberal. Okay, it's a liberal cause. They learn that. Oh yes, children. Really, need, let me let me tell you what that really means is we need to, to take more money to give to the pensions and we want you to replace that money and give it to the children. So the children actually end up with the same amount of money as they had before you voted for it. Well it all goes to the teachers where it's gonna go now. they so prop one two three is so we don't we're not gonna raise property taxes. Okay, but we need to keep good teachers. So, in other words, they they don't say we need to pay them more. We just need to keep them. And they either chain them up or pay them more. I'm assuming they're going to pay them <laughs> more. <Okay. laughs> so, I don't know, one way or another. You know, they put fences around schools. Uh, you figure it out. So, anyway, um, but they're going to do it by state trust land sales, not raising taxes. We tried that before. Yeah. Remember what happened? Oh, yeah, the bottom fell out. Right, right. <laughs> So so anyway, and that whole thing's a fallacy anyway. You know, when they do the state trust land, they stand here like all the builders, Pulte, you know. Right. And They're lining up to bid on this up, stuff. And they pay, you know, the, before they had the trust sale, acres in North Scottsdale were selling for $60,000. Then they have the great auction, and the acres sell for six hundred dollars and then when everything crashed, it turns out that they all gave it back to the state because they didn't pay six hundred grand per acre. No, no. They only have to put like one tenth of one percent down. <laughs> we, we, we just put a, a, a sixty thousand down. Right. They have to exercise an option in so many years and then break ground and refi the whole deal. So, so again, this again, these are issues that all have to be addressed. So, you look at, uh, well, you look at, at where we're at today financially in this country and. and And nobody wants to deal with it. Right, nobody wants to deal with that. We talk about the pensions, that's the problem. You talk, Social Security, it's kind of like the same thing, right? There's not, the, the money's just not there, and eventually what happens? What are we going to do? Right, Illinois, most people now, I just saw, I just saved an article, I didn't know you were going to go there. They're talking about people where their property taxes are now more than their house payment. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what we knew it was going to come. This is I always talk about the reason you want to hold legal, lawful tender, or hard assets, things that are tangible and real, is because they keep pace with the destruction of the currency. So ultimately, not not so much to get rich or double or triple your money, but in the advent that everything, when hi, when hyperinflation kicks in, and it will, it will. It's the only way out of this. And then obviously, as the currency hyperinflates, they usher in the new currency. And the old currency is is worth nothing, and they trade you a thousand to one or ten thousand to one, and they try to stabilize it, but during that, you know most people they get taxed out their property taxes go with it, and it goes you know it goes into a hyper speed and warp drive, and you get a tax bill on your property that was assessed at five hundred grand is now assessed at five hundred million <laughs> <laughs> under the old currency. And that's all, you know, you have to sell back your chickens and cows and pigs for hyperinflated currency. And that's why you have gold, because you don't have to feed it. You don't need a realtor to sell it. It's portable. It's liquid. It's something that will allow you to function in a hyperinflated or collapsed society. And it's interchangeable for any currency in the world. How about that? one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And we've been doing it for two decades. Can you believe that? It's amazing, isn't it? And it's a great day to be alive, and I hope this finds you well. I want to say hi to Misha, who's listening with Bentley, his dog, and his bird, Cuddles. Wow. There's a picture of me and Cuddles on Facebook. And it was, you remember the Beretta bird? No, Cockatiel. I'll see this before your time. Robert Blake, the guy who whacked his wife (laughs) I know Robert Blake, but I'm just, he used to have a great line. You can take that to the bank, baby. (laughs) That should have been our gold slogan. But he had a cockatiel. he sit on his shoulder, so uh, Misha put Cuddles on me and took a picture. We put it on Facebook. Then I go, does Cuddles bite? He goes, little bit. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive. Cuddles didn't rip my ear off. Patriot Radio News Hour. The blind leads the stupid every Friday. You'll have to figure out where you are in that equation. We'll be back after these messages.
3: Welcome to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Mrs. Schlafly is founder and CEO of Ego Forum, a leading force in the pro-family movement since 1972. And now, here's Mrs. Schlafly.
4: Senator Jeff Sessions gave a round of interviews declaring that the 2016 election is our last chance for the American people to take back control of our government. We have pell-mell erosion of law and our constitutional order. President Obama has pushed an agenda that destroys our immigration legal system and pushes a trade agreement that will transfer American economic power to an expanding international commission. That's the way the European Union began, Sessions warns. Daily news reports are now vividly describing how the EU is disintegrating making Americans mighty glad that we never joined any proposed North American union. Our nation's sovereignty depends on control of both immigration and trade, and that's why Senator Sessions urges voters to choose a candidate who promises to kill the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal. A new study at Tufts University predicts that U.S. ratification of that treaty would cost a loss of 450,000 American jobs. This election will be the last chance for Americans to get control of our government, said Sessions. I think this election is the big one. Our immigration policy has been anti-American decade after decade, and the voters need to know that 2016 might be our last chance to elect a president who can reduce this tide of illegals crossing our borders. The interests of working Americans, their jobs, their wages, their hospitals, their schools, and the public safety must be put first, according to Senator Jeff Sessions. We need a president with the credibility to tell the world that the time of illegality is over. I think the voters should say, if you're not going to be right on this, I'm not going to vote for you as president.
3: You can send a clear message to Washington on the topic of immigration and stay informed yourself by contacting your senator's office and requesting they send you a copy of the Immigration Handbook by Senator Jeff Sessions. Let both of your senators know you care about this issue by calling them directly and asking for the Immigration Handbook. On behalf of Eagle Forum, thanks for listening. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards,
1: backwards. Hey, thanks for tuning in on this Friday. Thank you for taking time out of your busy lives to allow us into them. We try not to waste it, but we are very grateful. We were talking about the Chicago teachers' strike going on. 400,000 kids get the day off. Now, of course, um, they're happy about it. I know I would have been. But um, I don't think there's anything Illinois can do to give raises. I mean, they're already taxed their citizenry to death. It's it's a a horrible problem, and there's no easy fix. But this was out of the Chicago, Chicago Tribune yesterday. You're told all your life, be educated, be successful, work hard, and buy a house. But we're being abused for doing so. Living in this town is just not worth it," says that Illinois pays the highest property taxes in the nation since 1990. Property taxes in the state of Illinois have risen three times faster than not the houses, the property taxes have risen three times faster than wages. It's crazy. You go to the older states. I mean, we're not an old state. We're you know I don't know how old are we're. 42, I think, Arizona, or 1912, sorry. So then you got uh, they got um, you know, the older states that are back there and the older government pensions that go on. They just hammer. I mean, you know, a $100,000 home. in, in the, Well, let me tell you, you're going to pay in Illinois, you're probably paying eighteen, twenty thousand dollars 20000 in taxes, right? I know. So they just killed the American dream. There's no way out of this. There's no way out of this. And I just heard Phyllis Schaftley you people that um, that listen locally, I don't think you get it on your national the podcasters TV. get it. Podcasters get it talking about the North American Union and you know she didn't the hospital. You forget the Amero is still out there. You forget, forget. they start talking about it, right because the Amero, I don't know that it's not big enough. My wife's cousin, they're from Alaska. They were in my driveway and then they took their kids down to Mexico and drove down through Baja and went down there. They're redoing all of the highways. Huge. You got to get the truck. He says the highways are nice. Just don't forget, they don't want to pay the longshoremen in Long Beach. They don't want to pay them. Those guys go on strike for hundred grand a year. They settle the strike instantly because Walmart will empty out. This is where everything comes from. It all comes from China. But now, I mean, this is what's amazing. This is what is so amazing. They're going to go around to Mexico where they can get people to work for pennies. Corporate America, well, corporate nationalists or taking it around to Mexico, going to unload it there, and then ship it up. So don't forget NAFTA, which, oh, yeah, NAFTA, don't worry about it. Well, it's, it's getting ready to go hyperbolic. It's getting ready to just go on steroids with the, the NASA highway up through Canada, our largest trading partner, by the way. Listen, just this quarter, just the first quarter of this year, you had Ford, Lear, Carrier, uh, now Nabisco, all saying they were building stuff where? Mexico. Well, that's why. Well, they went down there first. The Maclodores, they called them, and they put the factories in. And then China's like, oh, yeah, you know those guys that'll work for a third for Americans? We got people that'll work for a tenth. So everything went over there. And unfortunately, the communists said, if you're going to do that, you have to give us all your intellectual properties and make us a partner. So everybody went over there. Now, of course, America is starting to go, hmm, I don't know about all this. You know, as they, they, we kind of want it back. There is almost a repatriation movement out there. And little by little, you're seeing the discourse. Was it the, the public meeting? You have played it a couple times. Ramon played it on the air. Oh, the carrier. The carrier people right. getting fired and, you know. piped down. And this, people want this back. We're going to want this back. That was a call made here again. God, country, family, right wing wacko. I said, we put all this together. As everything went offshore and went to the Pacific Rim, I go, there will be a day in this country that people want it back. We want our smokestacks back. We want the Cuyahoga River to catch on fire. We want pollution. We want everybody working again and building things like we used to have. They're going to want it. They're going to trump the liberals, maybe. So Phyllis Schlafly during the break was talking about the North American Union. The Amero is still out there, which is the unification of all currency, the the, the peso, the Canadian dollar, and the U.S. dollar going to parity. But ultimately, that will only happen until they all collapse. You know that. Right, that's when it'll happen for right. sure, because then, then, then they're all at parity because they're all worthless. People don't give up perfectly good currency. You people that bury $100 bills don't do it. And I've seen that lesson learned. And you know what? I'm a saver. I'm kind of a hoarder guy. I'm a saver. You know my philosophy is if I can't feed it, fill it up fish off it, race it, drive it, hug it, grow food on it. I don't own it. If I can't feel it, touch it, I don't know. it. I have no interest in electronic wealth. I have no interest in stocks that, you know, come through my computer email. I don't consider that wealth. And ultimately, there are a thousand scenarios that that will not, and we have seen and are still witnessing that does not allow you to function and is not really wealth. And this is why I believe you hold things that are real. Ultimately, you can't put everything into gold and silver, but you need to hold things that are tangible. And even seeds. We had a great guy in here from Colorado does seeds. You know, you know. Ultimately, the food supply is worth more than anything. Without food, you can't survive. But, uh, but anyway, I digress. So as we as we go into this and we see what's happening and, and the and the collapse of the currencies ultimately will come, whether it's an outside force or a global event. And I believe the latter. It's going to be a global event that we have no control of. The Fed, Federal Reserve can't fix it. The press can't fix it. President Clinton can't fix it. <laughs> yeah, nobody can fix it. Nobody can touch it. So, and um, ultimately, you just got to sit there and take it. But, you know, that's what's going to happen. That's, what do you think's going to happen when you just give everything away? And people just stood there and watched it. And I, I, I still can't believe it. We watch it now. They come over by the hundreds of thousands, and these people come out, and they protest about, don't build the wall. And I sit there, and I'm looking in, in Arizona. You don't see, a house is not built in Arizona without a wall around it. I want to see all of these people, if they don't want the wall at the border, take the wall down at your house, see how you like it. Well, listen, I don't know why Mexico is upset. That's a public works project. There ain't going to be a single white guy building an (laughs) adobe wall anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely guarantee you that. what maybe if we built the wall the white guys would have to go back to being the roofers because all the mexicans are like hey wait a minute i can't get in anymore I, right? i'm gonna just go build the wall i'm not gonna build houses that's what'll happen you know that's this whole generation i look at you know my oldest daughter 25 you know 26 then they, their whole life you know besides well you know i i've done all my own yard work my wife's never had a maid we take care of everything do most fix most everything ourselves and uh but most of the people in this world are like and as the kids are like Oh, yard work and labor? No, no, we don't do that. We play video games and look out the window. Wait, wait so, is there an app for that? Yeah, there's an app. <laughs> Yardwork.com. <laughs> I, like that. I think you're on Some drone right? flies by. Who needs Uber? You can just go yard work. Boom, there's your app. So, my favorite, though. My favorite news of the week, and I love this, okay, is the McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's is going to automate everything if, if- Minimum wage goes to $15 an hour. They're going to put kiosks in, and they're going to destroy the service economy, which, as now they figured out, the minimum wage economy is, what, 30%? 30%. Oh, my, 30%. Did you see the, the jobs number today? 215,000 jobs were created. 75% were minimum wage. I don't get any of this. And, I, and I'll tell you, this to me is an economic conundrum personified. And we're going to discuss this when we get back. Um, So buckle up, get your helmets out and leave the driving to us. Patriot Radio News, our return. We'll be back.
5: Hello, I'm Tom Brown for Benefit Air. Mike, I'm reading about Benefit Air clients on Yelp. Impressive. Thanks, Tom. We're really grateful when people recognize our emphasis on integrity, quality, and competent service. You know we're talking about the most expensive appliance in your home. Right. Let me read a comment here.
1: Scotty in Scottsdale gives his full story, then says, quote, in short, these guys passed on work to save me money and to ensure the service was performed at a time when it would be best. I doubt many other companies would do that, unquote. Mike, it really makes me wonder just what you can do for someone right now that needs heating or A.C. service.
5: Tom, when you call Benefit Air, we're always upfront about what to expect on both pricing and options. To find out how Benefit Air can help you with your own cooling and heating needs, call 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229, or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air.
3: If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Experience the miracle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Call now for your free bottle 1 800 679 5745. That's 1 800 679 5745. 1 800 679 5745. Again, call now 1 800 679 5745. Welcome
1: back, Paper Radio News Hour. On a Friday, listening to Eric Strom, hamburger helper here. Your guy Friday with the CEO, Joe Jaquin. that allows me to do this on Fridays. And I took a month off and for that. We, we allow oh, you to man. do it on the Fridays you show up. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh, under a lot of stress. So you take the $15 an hour that McDonald's claims economic Armageddon will kill. Well, you know, right? California has said we're going to do it. They're the first state to say it now it's going to take them a little while to get there but by 2022 that will be the minimum wage in the state of california and it's already causing a whole bunch of budgetary problems because now they're saying hey that's going to cost the state another four billion dollars a year well and here they want to raise it to twelve dollars there's removed. an article on the front page of the uh, arizona republic today it's going to apparently it's going to be on the ballot yeah, they want to raise it to twelve dollars an hour by twenty twenty. It's at eight oh five right now. Eight dollars and five cents. So you get two hundred and seventy three dollars a week to work thirty. According to hours. right, according to the government data, they said the average work week in America now is thirty four hours. Right. And they so said the average pay is twenty five dollars and forty three cents. When you an take hour. up everybody that's working in the United States, that's the average pay of $25.43 at 34 hours a week, most Americans that have jobs are bringing home less than $45,000 before taxes. Well, I love the article, and especially the quote-unquote conservatives, but again, I'm not sure what one of those is anymore. I really don't know. that. oh, McDonald's says the minimum wage is going to kill us. Now, again, I'm so far right, I'm coming around the left, because we need to raise minimum wage. If you get $8 an hour... The average rent in Phoenix is a thousand dollars for an apartment. You only get two hundred and seventy-three dollars a, a week before, before taxes, right? You can't rent an apartment even if you get a roommate because now you know you got. Well, you got to get like three. You got mandatory insurance. You got mandatory health care. You know we didn't have any of that back then. So, have you ever seen the anatomy of a Big Mac? And I'm not talking the lettuce, cheese, special sauce. I don't know. You know the song? Do you know the song? Your generation kind of knew the song. All, I used to know. All beef patty, da da da. Special sauce, lettuce, there, cheese. Okay. I'm talking the financial anatomy, <laughs> where somebody stacked it up. What percentage do you think is 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 labor in a Big Mac? You know, 100 percent uh burger. What? Oh, come percentage? on, you whip out a thousand Big Macs, right? Uh, now, now you're getting it. Okay, this is a couple, to- couple percent. That's five percent. Okay, twenty percent goes to overhead, twenty five percent goes to taxes and government, and the other twenty five percent goes to the CEO and shareholders. Okay. <laughs> so the smallest portion is the wages. This is what's so crazy about everything. So now I got news for you, ladies and Germans, that if they could only had to pay somebody a dollar fifty like they used to when they opened McDonald's, a buck sixty five an hour, you get a dollar sixty five an hour. If they could get a machine to do it for a dollar sixty-four, that guy's fired. You're gone. <laughs> so don't tell me that $15 an hour is going to be, because they're going to automate anyway. Listen, they're already on their way. You talked about the longshoremen in California. Last week, the Wall Street Journal had this huge article about these big, gigantic uh, machines that can now unload these cargo containers and go put them and stack them up. Without humor and intervention, and they stayed half of all the longshoremen over the next ten years are going to be out of work. The problem is they tried trying to make them look like robots. So they actually took one of these McDonald's kiosks and they put its pants down, hanging off its butt.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they did it. <laughs> it had a hat, but it was yeah. down crooked. They turned the hat crooked and they put they put some cats on the side of it. One on its neck. You yeah. know, guess what happened? Next day it didn't show up for work. <laughs> why they want to replace humans, all right? I i, I mean, I, I can't imagine doing it, just going there, you know, order a machine, a thing. <laughs> they could never have but, one. But think about this. They got us to check out our own groceries. They could never have one in North Scottsdale because the line would be huge. Have you ever seen a woman from North Scottsdale order a hamburger at McDonald's? Okay, now I want it. It has to be a tofu burger, and it just put one pickle, just one pickle, and and then I don't want the tea, cheese touching the lettuce. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what would they do? They can't yell at the machine. They got to call customer support in Illinois. There's an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't care. You can. The machines are going to walk out. <laughs> so at any at any amount, ladies and gentlemen, any amount, I don't care. Pick a number, a dollar an hour. If they can do it for 99 cents, they're going to automate. Unless people, you know, revolt. I mean, 30% of the jobs in California are going to go to machines. Well, you know what? Here's, here's, <laughs> here, here's the funniest part: $15 an hour, and California said that's almost 40% of all the people in California are going to get a pay raise. Yeah. Nobody gets it. Okay, so if five percent of the Big Mac is labor, all right. So what's what, what are they gonna cut into? Well I mean it almost sounds like boy, wouldn't that be a good thing? They're going to raise, they're gonna raise the price anyway. For the workers? No, for the shareholders. <laughs> 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 That's where the biggest price increase will be. Who are you kidding? One eight hundred nine five one zero zero five it has to happen zero five nine two in case you forgot that. So Oh and I like Audi. Audi Audi's going to redesign their cars for the new driver experience. This is part of automation. So when you get in the car, they're going to have the, there's going to be a blood pressure and heart monitor in the <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Start test now. Right, and then it, it'll track your speed, RPMs, blood pressure, and, and your pulse. A little needle will come out, poke you, do a little blood test <laughs> real quick. No, they're just going to monitor the driver. And then, like, if things are getting too stressful... The auto the the auto uh, vibrator back rub machine'll come on. <laughs> I'm not kidding, it's true. Come on now. Take it easy, the voice will come on. You Joe. start sweating, it comes out with a little a uh, towelette to patch you, right, pat you down. <laughs> you're getting a back rub and then the, then they're gonna put the massagers in the foot pedals. So, how's that, Joe? Good. Joe, you're speeding. All right, shut up, Alright. <laughs> It's the new world. The driver experience. Audi wants you to feel more relaxed when you got out of the car than when you got in. They're going to legalize weed in the car? What would happen if you're behind a Trump supporter on Shea Boulevard? (laughs) We'll
5: be back.
0: My name is Fred Taylor. I'm the Executive Director of the Southwest Prostate Cancer Foundation, broadcasting from Family Values Radio at 1010 a.m. in downtown Phoenix. You're going to hear a lot about how all the things we're going to talk about, the emphasis is not just on information, but taking the next step to do something about this information.
2: Family Health Talk, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. on Family Values Radio, 1010 a.m. KXXT.
3: There are two ways to buy your next car or truck, the CarPro way, and everybody else.
1: Hi, Jerry. Well, I just I wanted to take an opportunity to call you guys and, and kind of sing your praises. I would tell people if you're really serious and you're going to be buying a vehicle, just run it through to the CarPro Show. That
2: means
0: me uh, more to Jerry than, than it you does. can possibly imagine. That's why I do what I do every single day.
5: Go to CarProUSA.com. Then listen this weekend to the CarPro Show. America's wounded warriors are coming home. After serving on foreign shores, these brave men and women are returning to their families and communities. Many have wounds you can see, and many have wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Now that these warriors are back home, they are ready to enter the civilian workforce. To help, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work Program a career counseling service that helps warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These extraordinary men and women bring proven world-class job skills and a unique perspective on teamwork to the job. And to ensure the right warrior finds the right job, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right match. When you hire a wounded warrior, you hire an intelligent, talented, and committed new employee. Contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home the brave.
1: had its best quarter in thirty years. The Dow I got a really had its its wildest swing since the thirties. Nineteen thirty three. Yeah how about that? What does that tell you? That that's a good sign? No, bank holiday. Gold knows it's going. It's all going on behind the scenes. Craigslist, see this? One of the biggest problems in Craigslist right now is people selling fake gold and silver. And uh, the problem is a lot of people are buying it at pawn shops and coin stores. So (laughs) you see that article? It's pretty good. Doug, it's a numismatic crime thing. Yeah. Sent it out the other day. So careful who you do business with. There is a tumultuous amount of counterfeit material that's out there. Make sure you're working with a reputable company. And, of course, when I say that, I mean the Patriot Trading Group. You know, they talk about protecting markets and Donald Trump and how bad he is. I want to remind you people with a final thought here that – Let's not forget that American industry, our motorcycle maker Harley Davidson. You remember that you Reagan know, put a forty-five percent tariff on Japanese motorcycles thirty to, years to ago to save them, right, from going out of business. Did it work? Do you think they're still here? Still here. So of course they're starting to manufacture most of their stuff somewhere else. But. Well, that's one way, as opposed to you know George Bush and then Obama just taking over. The government just took it. They should have They have taken it over now, the same thing. And instead of, oh, God, putting tariffs on anything, we don't protect our markets. And we're heading into a, a, a climate now of just absolute economic nonsense where now they're talking about they think they're going to raise rates, but yet Europe is going still going negative. Come on. Are you kidding me? In a global society? Listen, and here's the thing. You know what? Like you, you talk about Donald Trump. You talk about, hey, someday we're going to want all this stuff back. And and you wish, God, I wish we had a guy like Donald Trump 20 and 30 years ago. But, of course, 20, 30 years ago, they were doing the exact same thing and trying to tell the American public, you don't want this. You don't want those jobs. You don't want to be protectionist. And, I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. And this is what we've got. So quick look here at the markets. Uh, The Dow's up about 25 points today. Uh, Crude oil's taking a big tumble down about 4%, as the Saudis said, this, this, I don't know, this oil freeze is never going to happen. You'll never be able to retire with your IRA till gas hits $28 a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that for a minute. Because that's the business model that they've set forth. Yeah, that's a good point. Gold's down 15 bucks, $1,218. Uh, silver, great day to buy silver. Silver's down $0.54, cents, uh, $14.98 uh rolls of US Silver Eagles down to three hundred and eighty bucks. So you're saving uh ten bucks a roll from yesterday. Three eighty on Silver Eagles. Call one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Still how any St. Gaudens left? Sold out of Saint Gaudens, but I do I got some twenty dollar liberties, thirteen twenty five today. How about that? Hundred bucks over spot or so? Yep, just a little yeah, hundred and uh hundred and seven dollars over. The highest I ever saw those get was nine hundred over spot. So and that was when gold, when the Dow, uh, when gold crested a thousand, remember? And uh, the Dow broke uh, broke seven thousand, yeah. yeah. And there yeah. was such a premium on gold because of market activity. And ultimately, it's coming again. You don't forget, you know, election years. It's very hard to hypothesize the future and make decisions. But uh, again, take the time to put things away that are real and tangible, because come November, half the country is going to be mad <laughs> or more. <laughs> Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Thank you so much. You have a great weekend. I'll see you. Good Friday, good Lord willing. Take care. We're out of here.